Welcome ladies and gentlemen, it is November 17th, 2019, and this is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. We're gonna make that official. I looked for the name, I couldn't find it anywhere. That's what we're gonna be sticking out with now. And due to Day of the Devs last week, we didn't have a podcast, so we'll be getting to that later. Uh, so as of, as of right now, let's find out what everybody's been up to this past two weeks. Anybody wants to start? Uh, I will. Uh, mine's been relatively, uh, I won't say uneventful, but like I didn't play that many games. But like, um, most of my gaming was actually off stream because like Death Stranding did come out, and because there's a lot of uh, a downtime in between, and there's. Not necessarily like story downtime, but like downtime for me to do like side quests and like just go back and forth and stuff. Kind of relaxing just to like kick back and then just do deliveries and stuff like that. Um, and then when uh, I'm going to be doing like story missions, then like I- then I'll have it on stream and stuff. Um, but I've been kind of spotty with uh, just being on stream and stuff because uh, I've uh, I've needed to hang out with friends and uh i i needed or i I needed to order something like really quick on amazon and i redeemed a uh, free 30-day trial to prime and uh uh, because of that i have amazon prime video and my friend and i have been wanting to watch the expanse so she's been coming over and we've been watching that like pretty much binging it since i uh um started it and that's why i've been um part of the reason why i've been so uh out of the loop with streaming but i kind of needed that and i can actually i can recommend the expanse it's pretty good um sci-fi futuristic stuff and uh, the characters are pretty good the way that it's described is that it's a noir in space but uh i'm not sure about like the noir part after the first half of whatever they have out now. Um, but still, it, it does have some noir aspects to it. Um, other than that, I've been on Final Fantasy XIV, and I started doing uh, mount farming hunts, uh, or mount farming parties weekly, uh, trying to do that and gather people together that I know from like different servers. And uh, because there's, it turns out that there's a lot of people that didn't get a lot of the previous uh, expansion stuff. So that's my week. Okay, um, I'll go next. Um, I have been, I played a little bit of Death Stranding. Um, it was all right. That gameplay is killing me. Um, some people are really like defensive when I'm saying, when I say I'm not into it, like I thought I would be. And uh, they're like, no, you don't, you don't know Kojima. You don't know his genius masterpiece work. And I'm like, I don't. And <laughs> I have some people that are just, I had like the best advice that I got for that game is when we were at Day of the Dads and the subject was like, you know what? Don't rush it. Don't, don't just take your time and play as much as you can when you can and just finish it on your time. And that's what I've been doing. Um, it's a struggle for something I'm not familiar with, but I will try and continue. Um, it's not like Mafia 3 where that 
mission with the car that this got me. Um, yeah, that. that yeah, that you did. Bullshit. <laughs> that mission was bullshit. Um, I also played some Outer Worlds. Um, it's I love it. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's a big game, and I'm doing all the side quests, and I love the dialogue and the skill tree and stuff. Um, I'm not even halfway through the game, but I'm really enjoying it. I played a little bit of Hitman. I It was supposed to be a YouTube exclusive, but I was bored that day, and I said, you know what, let me stream this. The frustration got the best of me with that game, so I was like, you know what? Because I kept dying a lot. There was a lot of spotters, and I just couldn't get any of my targets. So that's Is it I, the first Hitman or the second one? The one that came out in... 2016, the episodic one. Oh, okay. So the first one. I it's mean, a good game, but I want to beat yeah. it. So, but I tried. Um, oh, are you going to try to complete it? Of course. I, oh, I, damn. Like every kill, the killing situation for every. No, no, no. We're we not doing no special situations over here. we just going to um, just kill the targets any way we can. Um, I produced my first show yesterday. Uh, Grown Women Gaming Volume 95 was my first show, and it was, I was nervous, and I was extra critical with myself, but a small little audio setback in the beginning, but it was great. Um, also, I'm practicing my song for Trap Karaoke, and I'm looking up Philly cheesesteak recipes for the next, just look researching Philly cheesesteaks, and that's what I did most of the week and trying to keep my sanity sometimes. So yeah, that was my week. Did you look up how to make crab legs? <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> um, so as, because uh, since Death Stranding has come out and the reviews and what people are saying are so div- divisive or like the, it's very split among people about reviews and stuff. Um, especially among the public. Now, after I did tell you about taking your time and kind of relaxing with it, like how I have been, after I told you that, has that been a better experience for you? Yeah, because I don't feel like I have to be keeping up with the Joneses or, you know, being like I know Kojima's work when I'm not. I'm kind of glad that I bought Death Stranding because, one, I kept my word because I bought the PlayStation 4. And I discovered other games that were were great, like Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War and Detroit Become Human and Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain. Those experiences were great. So those were the games that I played along the way to actually play this one. So it's, it's it was worth it. It was worth my purchase. I ain't even gonna front. The soundtrack to Death Stranding is the it's really oh, good, isn't it? It fits. Yes, it is. Oh my god. It was I forgot I don't know the name of the song, but it just it hit me in my heart. Oh my god. I just don't know what song it is, but I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. And no, I don't know how to make crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uncheese Productions, how was your week? Um I mean I'm I'm just basically a broken record, so I'm gonna say that like for a while the last two weeks I kind of work actually got a little crazy so I didn't get to 
do all that much, not even not even in terms of like just gaming, but social events as well, or social experiences, you might call it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds fine. But yeah, it's still I'm living the life, living the dream. Um, sounds like we're gonna talk about uh, Day of the Devs later, but that, I got to do that. That was one of my activities, gaming related. I got to do, but also uh, I just out of nowhere decided to start playing Frambo, which was um, recommended to me a long time ago, and I think I also had seen it on Steam, and it just kind of had for some reason when I see games that have <coughs> sort of a they look like they have kind of a dark vibe to them and they're adventure games. It kind of speaks to me. So it was the same thing with uh, Inside and um, games of that nature, uh, Little Nightmares, stuff like that. If there's just kind of like this certain sort of dark vibe and uh, adventure feel, it kind of fits for me. Um, so I started playing that and um, essentially it's like a point and click adventure, which I didn't exactly know it was that. I thought it was going to be more so like, um, controlling with analog sticks, that sort of um, adventure game, but still worked really well. I loved it. I thought the game was really cool. Um, it was really more so of a puzzle game than anything else. And, you know, standard kind of point and click adventure kind of puzzle game, kind of like when I did Deponia and stuff like that. Um, but it was definitely, it took some really dark turns, like super dark turns. Like there was a, she starts out in um, a mental institution and takes some pills. And when she takes pills, like all of a sudden the room you're in will transform into something different where um, you'll have some really dark things going on where someone's beheaded or, you know, there's kind of a demon right over someone's shoulder. There'll be people, you know, cut up into pieces, just things that are meant to sort of be scary slash creep you out. Um, But I really liked it. I thought it was cool. And just having those sort of, initial reactions whenever you saw something that you weren't expecting to see once you took the pills but just like i don't know i like that little rush that it gives you um the game definitely took like a really weird turn about three chapters in though to the point where if i tried to tell someone what happened in that game you might actually think that i was telling my own story of when i got out of a mental institution (laughs) because the game makes absolutely no sense about halfway through like i have no idea what's going on but um, still overall it was a great experience. Uh, a lot of fun, like some puzzles were semi challenging, but for the most part, it was kind of pretty straightforward. Uh, once you figured stuff out, you're like, yeah, of course that was the answer. Um, but yeah, I played through that. It took about three streams and I beat that, uh, completely. But other than that, oh, and, um, I mean, I guess we could, I could use this to just roll into Sharpie's what you did but the other thing was uh last week before i guess before the podcast we missed we got to do um secret hitler um i I only say that because it was i had i was streaming it at the same time you were streaming it but i think you could probably more talk about that if you want to just talk about it in your what you're doing but other than that i didn't really get to do much um the last couple weeks yeah uh Okay, so what I ended up doing was I finished Valkyria Chronicles 4, finally. And this, and then this past few weeks, I've just been researching on like making my own website because it seems like I feel like I should make my own website. So I've been looking up um, like which, which service I should be using, and I'm going to do it maybe just to make like a list and also have like 
all all my information is just going to be there, and then I'm going to make like reviews and stuff like that. Uh, all like a written review and everything about every game that I felt like deserves to be reviewed, like whether it be good or bad. And maybe eventually just start making video reviews, but I don't know. I don't know the the organization, the production organization for that well yet because you know you have to scrub through hours of footage just to get like you know 10 second clips and stuff like that so i'm not i'm not there yet um and i also started playing oh i played and finished battle chef brigade and i gotta say that game is good but the battle felt very clunky hmm. Uh, well, like, describe clunky more. in what way? Yeah, because, yeah, like, uh, the, the brief moment that I had with it, it did take a little bit, like, of a rocky start for me to get into it, and then I was feeling into, like, sort of the puzzle mechanic. No, the puzzle mechanics are fine. Like, I liked it. Uh, the, the battle portion, like, where you have to go farm for stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That part was a little... Ugh, for me. Like... Like, uh, like every day that you wake up in that game, like you're given like you know three different missions, I should say, or like optional missions where you make money. Mm-hmm. And the one, the second one, always is like saying, "Oh yeah, kill fifteen of these things." And I'm like, man, I feel like this is kind of a waste of time. But I need to make that twenty five gold just to just so I can buy certain things. So well, I, mean, I didn't the like only that thing I portion. I think is like if you didn't do that, it, d- it feels like there wouldn't be much game left other than just kind of like the big battles or whatever, or the puzzles. Like you know the first one where is uh, oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the guy says like oh uh, get you know sixty points uh, but you're given this circumstances you know stuff like that. So sure. I thought that was fun. Yeah. But other than that, oh, and I started playing, and then like right after, uh, right after I finished that, I started this game, this game called Tokyo Forty Two. It was free from Twitch Prime, so it was in my Twitch Prime category, and I've I've been keeping having my eye on it for quite a long time. So I just started that, and you know it's very interesting. It, ha- it has like this very isometric three D. Um, I wouldn't call it cyberpunk, but open space combat game shooter. It's kind of weird. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Did you ever play and, yeah. uh, uh, Shadowrun? Um, Hong Returns. Kong? Shadowrun Returns oh. and and or Hong Kong? Is, is it like that? I played. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, it's, it, yeah, yeah. It, you you actually use like WAS and move around that way, and then you have to actually. It, it's real time. Everything's real time. Okay. Yeah, Shadowrun. I gotta say, it has one of the best writings in any video game I've ever played. It now correct me. Is it the same writers from like Rain State Tournament and stuff, or no? I I think so. Okay, that explains why. Yeah, it's it, it's it has very very good writing. I'll I'll you can just read it out loud and you'd be like saying you'd be amazed on how well the writing is. Yeah. And yeah, and we played Secret Hitler. Like, I guess because people didn't seem to care about like 
like who like about winning they were, they were just trying to just play it, it didn't seem all that fun usually last time i played before that it was just like just screaming and people were just really trying to people were really just trying to like call people out that 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 day like not nobody really did that so it was just like it just went it just went breezing through yeah always Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. We just heard like a giant motorcycle. You know, that's 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 the hood. You already know. I was like, I was like, can I have one weed when I don't get like no no car screeching or no motorcycle? It's okay. Like once a month once or once every two months here, like you there's like a like a group of bikers that just comes and drives by our home when and it takes like five minutes complete oh wow okay yeah but it usually happens in the middle of the day so and ask yeah you a quick question sharpie um with respect to secret hitler what's kind of what do you find to be kind of like the most drawing part of that game in terms it's of like more like enjoy it it's more like trying to for me it's more like trying to if people are actually trying to win then there'll there'll be a lot of debates and there's a lot of there'll be a lot of name call uh, not name calling but calling people out, and that's well, sure. that's like the fun part of Secret Hitler, kind of like how we played what do you call that thing from Jackbox Six? Well, yeah, that's what I was asking because they all seem yeah. to be kind of similar. Just push the button, but they all seem kind of to be kind of similar uh, games in the sense of, you know, you have certain people who are a certain small subset of people on the other side. And then like, you know, the majority of the people who are supposed to all be the quote unquote, the good guys. Um, and it's about accusing, you know, people of being on, yeah. you know, either the good, good guys or the bad guys. And I'm just curious if there's anything in particular about. Yeah. Secret so, Hitler so, you're like, yeah. This so is why in I secret like Hitler, you're given as much time as you need, except, you know, like, and push the button. It like, it says, okay, you only got 30 seconds to actually like make a decision and stuff like that. Which kind of like kind of ruins the social aspects of it. But other than that, uh, yeah. Other than that, I I, I watched Wu Assassins on on Netflix, and that's a weird show. I, I want to point out that in the in the first episode, like a lot of things just happens. And let me explain. So there was this one point. Where he just he was being he was on a food track and he just randomly gets attacked by two people like the main character, and he he's trying to run away with his truck and then somehow he he runs into an alley he goes into an alley with his truck and sees a girl on the ground and then he decides to attempt to call nine one one and then the girl all of a sudden just stands up saying like I was looking for you Kai oh yeah the main character's name is Kai and then hands him some magical artifact with some bad CG. And then all of, uh, all of a sudden, he just gets sucked into a different dimension. And all of that just happens in like 30 seconds. No time to explain. Let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> so, I feel like that's pretty normal in the sense of like, they're just, they're probably like, oh yeah, we'll explain it later. But that's yeah. why I feel like Lost was a lot like that, where it's just like all this stuff happens. You're like, I have no idea what's going on. And then, you know, theoretically, they're supposed to tell you later. Yeah, and then like you know, before I was just like, oh, is this gonna be just 
using them them just using magical powers and then just make making cheesy co- combat but no like as as the show progressed maybe like more a little bit less than halfway through the show it was just like oh okay so there is actual martial arts and then like and then it's just magical elements just thrown in there just for effects mm. like so i was kind of glad that they they took that approach so the best way i can put this is it's like watching you know somebody pointed it out on youtube's comments saying something like it's like watching the last airbender and jackie chan adventures is that a like uh, a real good comment to make about it uh a little bit i mean you know the main character like have you seen the raid no mm-hmm. the the movie the raid yeah, yeah. it's like it's this like mar- one of yeah. my favorite movies yeah so the main character is that guy yeah <laughs> the main character from there yeah, i remember you told me that yeah so yeah that was that was my last past two weeks cool all right so let's get on with what happened this past two weeks. So Day of the Devs, tell me, I wasn't there. Yeah, why weren't you there? <laughs> yeah. So we can ta- we can so we can have this discussion. Yeah, why weren't really you there? Hit. I didn't go because that way I think I I would have thought like it would have made this discussion more interesting. Wow. Okay. So you did it on purpose. <laughs> Great to miss out, motherfucker. <laughs> so you don't love us. No, no, I'm just no, I don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you, I do that answer was coming? Damn. Huh? All right, so tell me what you guys experienced and what what was over, what happened. Um, for me, um, it was it was nice. It was more people than last year. Um, I did a lot of walking around. There was the Star Wars uh, Jedi game there. I think that was the game that had the longest line. Yeah. Uh, I heard whispers that graphically is not up to par. Uh, someone in our group said that. I forgot who said. It. I just. But you mean you heard whispers then? Yeah. Oh, because it's like it came out like three days ago. <laughs> no. I mean, we can tell you right now if it's graphically up to par. I guess, but yeah. Yeah, but what was shown that week? Oh, okay. Um, Greg Miller was there from Kind of Funny. I couldn't get through. I couldn't, like, he was in the hallway and everybody was, like, blocking the hallway because he was there. I was like, man, won't you move? Um, oh, I didn't even know he was there. Yeah. Um, there was this game called Black Something. It, I, I forgot the word. It was, like, a platformer, futuristic, dark platform game. And then I also... You said it's Black I, Something? I, I got the video. I just don't know. I, I can't make out the second word. Hmm. Okay. Um, that game about death uh, was there as well. Um, Spirit Far. Um, it was. It looked good. <laughs> what oh, you're talking about Black oh, no, Future. I'm sorry. I, I heard because of their microphone. I heard Spirit Farter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spirit it's Fair. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Spirit Fair. Thank you for correcting me. I appreciate it. It to me it looks good. Um I played a little bit of it. Felt smooth through the controllers and I enjoyed it. There was one 
this prehistoric one, it was a point and click adventure <laughs> game. What's so funny? <laughs> yeah, it's like dumb. you're naming all everything that you played that, but that you it's don't called remember Darum the name. Pods. <laughs> go ahead Do you, well you got to play that afterwards though right yeah um the people that made the game sent me like a, a demo key and it was cool till i got to the puzzles man and i was like that's why i was laughing <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's a puzzle game i'm like i'm surprised she played this yeah um she's played it as well it was funny because he didn't know he didn't know um what the objects were and he had interesting choices of what the objects was so um no, I, I said exactly what it was that prehistoric the, man had a condo no that's not what it was <laughs> that's exactly what he had <laughs> man there was gang beats i don't know why it was a gang beats on the day of the devs which is not a new game yeah but did you see how many people were in it though no oh, no there was a it was a big crowd so, no, not even like in it. I th- wasn't it like sixteen people in it there? Or was something like that? Not, it wasn't sixteen. It was like eight or something like that. Oh, um, yeah. But no, uh, Day of the Devs. There's always a gang beast sort of tournament thing going on. It's not like an official tournament, but they're like they have gang beasts somewhere in that uh, warehouse, and like a bunch of people just crowd around and just play it. I mean, but also I don't think I've ever seen it more than like. I thought it was just like a four-player game for the most part. Yeah, I thought Maybe. that until like three years ago. <laughs> oh, did you have you seen like one where there was a bunch more people? That's the first time I've ever seen that many people. I've in the game. seen it like just complete chaos with like eight or whatever amount of people on mm. screen. Like the the first time I went to Day of the Devs, actually, there's always <coughs> a, a shit ton of people around it. Oh yeah, no, I just meant like the number of players on the screen more so than anything else. Not necessarily like the crowd it draws, but um, I've just I've never seen that many people, that many characters in one match. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it has. Um, I think it is eight people at once. If it's not eight, then it's more than that because it's like I said, it's complete chaos on that. Whenever I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. And I took some fantastic pictures. I think it's a great escape. It's a free event. And um, there was a couple of people that, like, I invited, like, neutral uh, Twitch streamers that moved in the Bay Area. And I was like, hey, here's this event. You know, it's a free event. You can go with your girl, play a couple of games, meet a few people. Um, he responded to me like, oh, lady, thank you so much for the invite. I met a few people and played a few games and learned more about the Bay Area gaming scene, and I really appreciate it. I'm like, no problem. I think anybody who's like video games, and especially in the Bay Area, I try to like steer them into events or areas that'll be good for them because it's not we don't get them every week versus you know certain shows or certain concerts every week all the time. Um, I like how. I like the audience that were that's growing in the video game community in the Bay Area, and I hope it continues to go that to that direction because you have streamers and video game developers and people who are very passionate about these, and I, and that's what I like. Yeah, so like, for me when I was there, I saw I saw like, I saw some good some games that actually were interested. Like I said, lady. Uh, it was Black Future 88 was the game you're talking about. I didn't get to play that, but I saw it. It looked pretty cool to me. Um, 
I think the mo- the thing I was the most excited about was probably Psychonauts 2, mainly because like once they actually they had it on a big screen and they were showcasing um, some gameplay footage and it actually at first I was looking at it like wow this game looks kind of dated. But then, like, as they were playing it, I was like, well, okay, I remember why this game was so good. Like, you could just see how creative they are in terms of, like, the world they create and things of that nature in that series. So, it just kind of, it looked awesome when they were playing it. Um, Wait, once again, what what game was this? Psychonauts 2. Oh, Psychonauts 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, there was the first that, then there awesome. Was, what was that? The first game's awesome. Yeah, exactly. I never exactly. played it. Yeah, that's why you're off the Definitely should. after this episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Um so the other one, I think I think I kind of I'm insp- I'm a little bit inspired to try Samurai Gun 2, which is I've seen it. They've had Samurai Gun at pretty much I think every single one of these things that I've been to. And um it's just kind of like a party play type of um, competitive game where you're all samurai. And you're I played to, like, that. Most kills. Yeah, I, it looks super fun. And then it's like a one on one with like the top two people at at uh, sundown or something, and they're on the field. And yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me of this game called N Plus. Are you guys familiar with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. I'm game. not sure why though. Why does it remind you of N Plus? I don't know. It's just the graphics, I guess. Because oh, okay. Um, no, that kind of makes sense. Uh, they were also showcasing like Mad Streets, which is something that myself and like one of my friends played at uh, PAX in Seattle, and they brought it here, and it was like four player. They had like a little tournament there too, but I think um, I don't know if Zeldrick, you got to play it. I know me and uh, Sage Nasty, we got to play it, but it's the one where it's basically like you had four people all fighting, fist fighting each other and kicking each other, like the one they showcased like right at the front door, essentially. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't try that one out. It looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it looks like insanely ridiculous. Like it's just kind of, it's like it's just a straight up brawl, like fist fighting, a lot of ragdoll physics. Like it's, it's, just, it's kind of like, a, it looks like a little fun, chaotic game that you'll probably have, you'll enjoy for about, you know, two and a half weeks or something. Um, but there was also, I think the other thing that kind of really caught me a little bit was, um, oh, what's it called? Pray for the Gods. If yeah. you guys remember that one, the one that was like, it kind of looked like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. See, I remember hearing about Pray for the Gods several years ago. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, whatever happened to it. And here it was. Yeah. It, it looks pretty cool. It looked like. It legitimately looks like Shadow of the Colossus, but um, I guess when I read a little bit about it, it seems like it's about a guy trying to figure out why, like, the, I think the winter won't go away, mm-hmm. um, and it's just kind of his adventure to sort of solve that mystery, and he run, just runs into, like, these Colossus-style monsters and things of that nature, so um, it sounds like it, have, it might have a little bit more story and like a little bit more depth than maybe Shadow of the Colossus did. Shadow of the Colossus felt a little bit more artsy in that like it seemed like some of it was open to interpretation and like they didn't exactly tell you all the story and maybe you had to look up the story afterwards. But this one seems like it might be more of a traditional um, traditional form of storytelling. Uh, okay. So that was cool. They had Tunic there, which I didn't wish I got to play, but I didn't. There was always somebody at that. Oh. I think I'm just going to play it when it comes out. Tunic was actually there. Yeah, yeah, which it was weird. It was like, there was, it didn't seem like they showcased it, but there was one machine, I think, out in the hallway that had Tunic playable. Okay. Um, 
And I think the last thing that I was going to say was I saw, uh, oh, I got to remember the name of this game. So it was a, it was essentially a really hyper stylized, um, I think survival horror game. You guys remember that one? The one that I said looked kind of like the take on me aha video. Oh, was it the uh, scratchy kind of black and white? Uh, yeah, Saturnalia, I think it's called, right? Yeah, that's what it was. I, I was yes. actually going to talk about that one. Yeah, I mean, feel free. I was just going to say, I looked, that looked really interesting to me, but what what, what were your impressions of it? So, um, I mean, my uh, impression of it, I only got to watch bits and pieces of it, and I was trying to figure out what, what it was, and just the stylization of it and how um, everything was so dark, and the only thing that was lit around you were either candles or like like you were creating some sort of light around you. Um, but you're right. It does look like the um, type of artwork that is like that take on me video. Um, but uh, I was when um, I was trying because of the way that the uh, art style was, it was hard to actually see what the world was and what type of um uh area that you were in or what region you were in um and my friend that i bought uh, that i brought over um she was telling me that saturnalia is actually what the what christmas used to be for the romans and you were in rome uh, and it looked like that you were playing as a a peasant or a um or a uh, a servant uh, because Saturnalia is a holiday where back in Roman times, the the rich and the nobles uh, took a step back and they served the peasants and the servants. So it looks like that, that might be what the game is about, um, oh, that's or cool. that's what the sort of the sort of a, uh, angle is trying to go for. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article and what it is. It's, it's an ancient Roman festival in honor of the god Saturn held on December 17th of the Julian calendar <laughs> and later expanded festivities through the 23rd of December. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, for, so for apparently the... on their site, though, they say it's a survival horror game. So I don't I, We'll see how that translates into that kind of backstory. <laughs> I don't know how they switch. They make that kind of a jump, though. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was mainly the stuff I was interested in. Like, what about you? What was your experience overall, um, So the ones that I was interested in, uh, well, Carrion has already been like sort of um, publicized, uh, or um, there's been trailers about it. Um, it's gotten some uh, sort of mention out in the world uh, in journalism and stuff. I think we actually talked about it when we did our. We talked about E3. Yeah, we had we watched the Devolver Digital. Uh, video and it was in there as well you're right yeah it was in the devolver digital um uh press conference uh sparklight was another one but actually that just came out the other day too um then uh saturnalia was uh was one of them the drifter was another one i thought you would like that one because it is a pixel game on shield productions but like it's a point and click and the animations are just beautiful like it's so smooth in the animations for the pixel art um cyber shadow looked like a um like the messenger um but it's like uh futuristic sci-fi um sort of stuff um i have written down here megasphere and i don't really know why 
<laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, and then uh, Welcome to Elk was the only game that I played there, and I had to play it because we were standing uh, like uh, on the other side of the room from the demo, and every time I looked over, there was something else going on on the screen. And it looked really weird. It was like the only time or the only thing that I saw were three different mini games that did not coincide with each other at all. One was a beer tapping game. Another one was uh, putting a, a face together. And then another one was um, someone singing. And uh, so I was like, what the fuck is going on with this game? So I had to look and I had to try it out. Um, and so the demo starts up. And it first starts saying uh, it's saying to the player that these are based on true stories. And I was like, okay. And the artwork is very, uh, I don't know how to put it. It's like, it's like cartoonish yeah. and um, very bright and colorful. And I'm not sure if I'm really pointing it in the right direction. If it just looks like it the art direction is very indie and the sort of text dialogues are very um, um, kind of portlandish. You know what I mean? Um, kind of how it, it's like humor that is just either way too wacky or it's just like, it's just humor that is really flat. And it's not, yeah. it, it, that seems to be like the sort of air that you get when you get, when like, uh, sort of a very indie vibe. Um, it's like, why not both? Exactly. <laughs> um, <coughs> and so it first starts off like, okay, well, let's, let's sing a song. I was like, okay, so you press certain buttons and um, it goes back and forth of actually playing the, the notes that you played. And it, you're playing in a sort of like afterlife that's called elk and then you go to find some guy and he has a backstory of well uh of um missing his mom and dad uh, and he wants to find his mom and dad and he's like okay but like he needs to make a present and that's where you start making a face on a balloon and it just kind of doesn't really make sense and then you go <laughs> to the bar and then everybody's at the bar and you start pouring people drinks and then someone after you pour beer for everybody somebody uh you go you just go to one person and she's like oh uh um your main character asks like oh how's your husband is like oh my husband's not here anymore and then like a squirrel just like hops on the table of a bar and then runs away and your character's like what the hell why is the squirrel doing here and they're like well I don't know, but, like, squirrels are tasty. What? What do you mean squirrels are tasty? You eat those? And she's like, yeah. Um, well, let me tell you a story. And then it goes into the story of, like, how she eats, why she eats squirrels. But then it's her and her daughter hanging up clothes, and then her husband comes along, and they're having a good time. And then two biker dudes that show up previously in the demo come up, and they're like, uh, we're gonna fucking kill you, and they pull out a gun, and you know, the the wife is like, no, don't kill him, and there's a lot of, like, drama or, like, crying back and forth, but then when the guy is like, because I had to do it I, when I was in prison, I had to save myself, 
and the wife is like, okay, well, let's sing you one last song before you, you know, you have to go and you have to die. And so you do the same mini game again of singing. And as it keeps going in the rhythm, then the guy comes out, the biker guy comes out and then pulls up a gun and then just you hear a, hear a sound and it goes blank. You appear back in the bar and it's has a sort of like weird minigame interactive interaction where like it kind of starts drawing you in with the tone and when you get back to the bar you see a guy and you you go to talk to him and it plays this video and he recounts the story that he and his team heard when they were traveling throughout the country of this woman who had to eat squirrels because of that same situation her husband went to jail her and and when he was in jail he had to side with a gang and he when he sided with the gang he saved himself by killing somebody in prison the other gang didn't like it and so when that happened he got out of jail and when he the gang came out came back to kill him they took a shotgun to his head blew his head off and then after that they had to eat squirrels because he had they didn't have a a husband to uh, work for money so they were just eating squirrels it was really weird and it was like this kind of like jerk of back and forth of not expecting a serious game, but it was a serious game. Um, I'm like not really doing like the most the the attitude of this game justice, but this is the reason why I like going to Day of the Devs because you find these really I won't say niche, but like um, that's not the right word. The uh, these diamonds that are there of like people that are wanting to either create a message or tell a story or make a game that they want. Um, and I think that's, uh, it's really cool to be meeting some of these people who have stories to tell and they put it in game form. Man, that was a very inceptive story that you just gave out. Yeah, I'm starting I, to think Frambo was about Zeldrick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know I was yeah. like, damn, dude, what, what is this story about? That, that's not exactly what I was saying when I was like, if I tried to describe it, I might sound crazy. That's kind of what it, I think. I, I think that was a perfect example where it's like, you know, they. I think what you're trying to say is it's nice that like, when you go here, you get to see these developers who can take like some risk, and like try to tell like an interesting story that can have messaging and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, rather than just kind of some standard basic, you know, video game story. The other thing about Day of the Devs is that um, I don't know how often it is but all the games that i tried out since i've started going almost every time the one of the developers is standing right there and you can chat them up and talk to them about like what they're trying to do or what they how they got into it and stuff and like get some sort of backstory on them and the game and their team and stuff it's really cool yeah and actually i just want to bring up one more game and this could be quick because i just want to say did you? Did anybody get to try uh, Not for Broadcast? No, I watched that and I was so lost. <laughs> I know exactly. I kind of want to try like, the, it. Yeah, I know exactly like the position that you're in and what the job was that you play, but what you do, I was completely lost. So, uh, so I mean, just based on like what I've read about it, like just so you know, two sharpie is basically. Um, I think. Uh, they just had maybe they just had an election of some sort or something like that, and a new government just came in, and they put you in the middle of a. Uh, you're a person in charge of a news broadcast, and 
basically you get pressured from the government in terms of what they want you to show on the feed versus like what you can show because you i guess you can kind of rebel against like the messaging of the government and stuff like that so you have like i think four feeds or something like that and you get to pick um it's like what ads get showed like you can censor things like all kinds of stuff it's just kind of like this interesting thing where you're in charge of picking what gets shown to the people on this news feed Mm. and i guess it's just it's to me, it almost sounds like it doesn't look anything like it, but it almost kind of sounds like Papers, Please, where there's just some semblance of a like, what would you do when, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do when there's like you're in charge of, you know, what could happen in people's lives for real kind of thing? I don't know. That's Similar yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, That is exactly what I was going to say, like the comparison. Yeah. And it seems like that it is the same exact game as Papers, Please, but you have a different occupation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so like it looks it's cool. a tiny build it. publish game. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I, I, I'm definitely gonna try it when it comes out. I mean, we'll see if it holds up. I didn't get to play it. I just watched for like a little while while we were at Day of the Devs. But would you pay sixty just, bucks for it? Sixty? No. Is that is that the price for it? No, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no price, which is why I asked. Like, what if it's sixty bucks? <laughs> nah, they're not getting my sixty dollars. No way. Um, and very briefly, I will uh, mention two more games. Uh, one is Red Lantern. Um, which as soon as I saw the placard, I was like, is this about the Red Lanterns? And I was disappointed. Um, but uh, no, it's a um dog sledding. Uh, and oh yeah, they, that one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's like before like the Iditarod was a thing but like you play as a as a dog sledder in the in the snow um and then another one was cloud punk uh that one was there and that one you you drive a um taxi in the future where all the cars fly and you have dialogue while you're in the car and i i don't know what else you have to do besides that and like go to a building yeah, i've been following that game for quite some time yeah that was there too and it looked really cool Yeah, overall, yeah. it's a great. I think it's a great event. Everybody, all of us, seem to enjoy it. I don't yeah. know about Lady Infamous with her like thirty-five dollar fries or whatever. I didn't buy no fries right. for thirty-five dollars. Oh, yours is like four dollars, right? That was like the only thing that was cheap there. I was like, right. I want fries. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your fries, and Zeldrick didn't get his donut because they I ran out. I didn't get my donuts. I didn't get there early enough. Yeah. Fucking bomb as fuck donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. Freaking Mixer makes another acquisition. And if you guys don't know about this story, uh, this is it's like this fourteen-year-old deaf girl who she or, plays for Rainbow Six. Well, she played Fortnite. Oh, I thought she played Fortnite. Yeah. I thought she played Fortnite. Yeah. Ewok, you talking about Ewok, right? Ewok, yeah, Ewok. And it's amazing how fast she grew on Twitch too. She only has seventy hours total Twitch uh, stream time. Well, that's and, seven zero. Yeah, seven zero, and then wow. uh, and then she gained two hundred eighty four thousand followers. Mm, I mean, wow. I'm not that surprised. Actually, interestingly enough, we got to. Uh, when I went to Austin um, earlier this year, we actually got to do some video work with a guy who was completely blind that plays like he competes uh, in 
like Evo fighting games in general. Like he's competes, he plays competitively fighting games, and it seems like because it's such a unique thing, people latch onto it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyways, so she's part of Phase, and oh, you know Phase is a pretty big name, right? Phase I. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you might think think that way, but then like Phase is a pretty big name, like yeah, in it the is. Yeah, it is. Ga- gaming community, right? Um, so, you know, this could bleed if more people, if, if other, you know, if one person joins, it get, gets moved over, you know, it, it creates a hole that can spread, right? That it'll, it'll more, more of people on their team will start moving over to Mixer too. Oh, they are, I think we came to, I think we came to the conclusion, uh, as a unit, am I right that? Twitches might have some problems over there if they can't keep their star players or even their up and coming players. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody really lost on this. Not not even Twitch because she only has seventy total hours on on Twitch, and they're like, and I'm pretty sure she was like really cheap for Mixer to just move over. Yeah, but she's gonna get older. She's gonna realize her worth, and she's they're gonna probably renew her contract or something in the future. Um, you said 72 hours on Twitch? No, this 70. 70? Dang. Yeah. So this was after she got in with FaZe or before? I think it's after she got in with FaZe. That's weird. I would have been Yeah. I would have been on it. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Like 284,000. But then but then and she's really good at Fortnite too. I watched some of her videos and I was like saying, "Damn, and she's deaf." Yeah, there, there's people in the co- yeah, there's people in the community um, that play video games and play harder than people without disabilities. So, more well, props to her. You know, let her get that bag. <laughs> and and she's bag. 14 too, which yeah. is even more amazing. Um, yeah. Does do you know if Fortnite has uh, accessibility? Uh, sort of. I'm pretty sure it does. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, what type of accessibility it um, it has besides like colorblind mode. Yeah, if it has even has that. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Good. Yeah. So it's like good for her. Like, hopefully, hopefully, we'll start seeing more competition. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes, yeah. I mean, Mixer does a really good job, even though they have their their market share is less than five percent. Like, you you'd be surprised how much YouTube has its own market share like but mm-hmm. they, they don't make it they don't they don't they, they're, they're keeping it low for now but you'd be surprised how much they have they're they're like at like 20 some percent and right and mixer this news with ninja and and um and shroud they just make it they they, they make it look like they're at 50 percent market share but we'll see how the future holds up uh, so yeah, uh, what do you call it? X XO nineteen also happened last week. So um, I don't believe I've ever heard this sort of a conference thing. Oh my god, you haven't heard of XO? No. Yeah, no? Uh, okay, let me explain it since I'm the since I know a lot yeah. about Microsoft. Uh, actually, let, let, let me let me finish. Uh, oh, let go me ahead. Finish up the introduction to this. Uh, okay, no so, problem. It's like it's like of course they do this like right before the holidays, right? <laughs> and they so they yeah. they announced yeah so they announced uh, Rare and Obsidian you know working together to make this game called Everwild. Don't not announce like another you know 
their point-and-click adventure game. Uh, there's going to be Wasteland. They also announced Wasteland 3, West of, uh, West of Dead, which is like some isometric cross-based twin-stick shooter game. Age of Empires 4, finally another Age of Empires game. And uh, more, you know, more flight sim footage. And Crossfire, uh, another Counter-Strike clone. And another um, last... It look, well, at least it looks more like Counter-Strike than any other shooter. Last Stop, uh, which... You know, I don't know what what that was, and I guess th this other game called like Art the Artful Escape, which is some acid-based psychedelic rock side-scrolling platformer game. But um, yeah, a couple of these I want to um, mention real quick. Remember, in, at E3, Crossfire had a, a a cinematic trailer, and we didn't know what the fuck it was. You guys clowned the shit out of that. I, I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, what's it called? Um, Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts is going to Xbox too. I guess that's what. We're oh yeah, and Final Fantasy, all everything wow. from seven on. Okay, um, we did see Wasteland three at E three, um, and then uh, otherwise a quick glance at this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really see much. Um, for me, it's the Final Fantasy that that got me hooked because um, I wanted to play earlier titles but i heard that after final fantasy 7 that the game is not as it as fire as it should be um my big thing my big take is the project x cloud where you can be able to use your mobile device and connect it with your controller and you can be able to play games from your uh xbox library and there's a preview program they got like a few games um, they that got, sounds really cool. NFL 20, Madden, Devil May Cry 5, Tekken 7. Um, they're trying to bring 50 titles. Uh, I don't know about Stadia, man. Or Stadia. Let me say it right. Uh, <laughs> Stadia. Um, it was, to me, XO is like... We're going to promote what we have available for you guys for the holiday Actually, season. Actually, explain what XO is. I'm, I was explaining it. Uh, it's basically like a big, a bigger recap of like inside Xbox. They do like every month, but like on a bigger scale, like a mini E3 in London. Um, it just looked like regurgitated. Some of the most of these things were like regurgitated from E3, especially if you were there. The Everwild that looked that looked pretty nice. It looks like the aesthetics is great. I'm not I'm not really I'm not really into Sea of Thieves. It's just too kitty for me. Um, and I'm trying to hit up one of themselves, you know. Uh, but just like I said, it's it's usually what they have available for the holiday season is in November. You know, Black Friday's the week after, so this really pushed a lot of their sales for their hardware for their Game Pass. And big news for the games that are coming out within the spring uh, section of 2020. Um, people don't understand that they're not going to put out their big, their big news, their big leaks at announcement like this. Whatever they got holding against their chest, they're waiting for E3 2020 to come out. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get off work early so I can, you know, watch the show. I was like, look, I'll wait till I get home. All right, so I, I, I got a question for you. For who? Um, for you. 
uh, specifically because uh, your comment about Stadia. Um, <laughs> what do, what is it that you think that Xbox has, for example, that Stadia will not? Other than the fact that you can play. I also have my own opinions about adult. this too. I just think that. Um... I play, My real question I is, the, are you being an Xbox fan? No, no. <laughs> I played I played the cloud. The cloud looked nice. Uh, when At E3, at one of the events, you were able to play Gears of War 5. Um, what's that mode? We, escape mode? Yeah. And it, it was smooth on like a regular controller, a regular Xbox controller, and it was connected to the device. So I have hands-on experience with the xCloud. Um... Stadia, on the other hand, um, I'm just not a fan of Stadia. I'm, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. What is it though? I just don't. The question think, is why. I don't think you should be able to spend sixty dollars on games that you already own, that you already own on other platforms. I think you should be able to. They should be able to find a way to like make new IPs for the game or get exclusive rights to some games. And what I'm seeing from Stadia. It's just games that I already own. And word on the street is, you guys are not even going to get some of the stuff at launch. So God, no, we'll talk about that. Okay, I'm just, saying, yeah, I'm, just um, saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, but I guess the, the main reason I ask is because, like, uh, you know, I've listened to your podcast, and we've also talked about, like, Stadia on here and things of that nature. And the thing that what I've always heard people say is, like, the concept of whether or not you'll be able to do it, not because of the games, but because of the fact that it's playing over a Wi-Fi connection. And everybody's complaint seems to be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have the connection to be able to support it or blah, blah, blah. But xCloud is going to be the exact same thing. It'll have the same issues that Stadia has in that sense. Yeah, but at least I have games already in my catalog to play with. I don't have to spend another $60 on Destiny 2. Tripping. Yeah, but okay, but that's yeah, that's going forward though. Realistically, meaning like let's say let's just pull out a weird example, let's say Gear 6 or whatever. Okay. Let's say Gear 6 ends up on Stadia and you want to play it. You still have the same issue when that comes out. You have to buy it on something and if you buy it on one, you can't play it on the other. Yeah. It'll be an issue. So I I guess I, I don't necessarily understand um what the major difference is between Stadia and xCloud, except for the fact that one of them is Xbox. Oh, wow. Um, with the xCloud, you can be able to play your own games from your own catalog, from your own profile. With Stadia, they're going to give you like probably a couple of games, but if you want to start your collection, like I said again, you will have to... If I get the Stadia tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I want to play the games that I already own on Xbox, I have to double and triple dip on the games and i can't i'm already triple and double dipping on my other consoles i just feel like i don't want to do that with google okay so how is that any different from a double doubling down with playstation and xbox so here's the thing is just it's it's what we're we've already been um, going through with other consoles that we have now. The the PC and uh, PS4, uh, Xbox like consoles, like it, there's there's that split. What do you uh, buy your game on and stuff like that? Um, and then the Stadia is going to be is what is being talked about is one more console 
that you uh, have to decide if you want to buy something on it or not. Sure. Now, sure. And so, Lady Infamous is, like is saying that if she's already buying something on Xbox, she can use the X Cloud and essentially do the same thing as what the Stadia is doing. Um, and uh, that that that's that's really it. It's just a difference in divide in the console that you buy it for. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why I was bringing up what I was saying earlier with the whole Wi-Fi thing, because I think the question, maybe I didn't phrase the question properly, isn't necessarily why would you get xCloud over Stadia? Is theoretically just what is why is there a perception that Stadia will fail and xCloud won't? Um, I have inside knowledge. <laughs> inside knowledge about that's, Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's gonna fail. Um, this with uh, I mean, the fact that um, Xbox and Microsoft is offering a service um that lets you play uh your games over a Wi-Fi connection in your um through your library, it's really cool. Um, the one thing I uh, I need to have clarification on because I'm not all down with how Microsoft does stuff. Um, so this is only for games that you buy on the Microsoft store, correct? On the Xbox store? Correct. Xbox Live? Correct. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, I didn't know if there was something that they were doing where, like, I guess it was with their previous games on 360 and stuff, where, like, if you had the disc, then you could pretty much download it from their servers and have it on your their, on the hard drive. I don't know. Uh, something I thought there was something like that. And I was wondering if, if you had the Xbox One game, the disc for it, you could then bring it up on your phone, and then if you're aware or whatever, and say, I want to play this game that I have the disc of, then you could just That's play it on question. your phone. Well, Can you do that? I don't know about the disc. I don't know about the disc. I don't know about the okay. disc. Isn't that how, like primarily how you buy your games, though? And this me, uh, not recently. Yeah. I haven't bought a disc in a year and some change. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean that is a a benefit for um the way that because since um Microsoft does have their Xbox One that it ha- has no disc drive on it, this is like one of those benefits of having a digital version of the game rather than a disc copy. So that way you have your game no matter where you are. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I also have one other question because I know this is something that was advertised. I just don't know that much about like xCloud quite yet. Um, but I know one of the benefits that like Stadia has touted, whether or not it's available on launch, who knows? I don't know. Um, is that you can play in a browser. Can you do that on xCloud? I am not aware of that. Yeah, and then be able to seamlessly transition to like a mobile device, or seamlessly transition to like a te- television. Oh yeah, I I only tried it like it was a straight up mobile device connected to a controller, and all it was a con- very controlled setting. I would say when I tried mm-hmm. it out. Oh, I have one other question. Do, are you playing? Everything is definitely in the cloud. Like you don't have the game, you don't have any version of the game installed on your your device, right? Um. It should be. I ha- I signed up for the uh, I signed up for the the alpha test, so I'm just waiting for my email so I can be able to get in so I can play some more. But based on what I played, they played they had gears. 
Um, and nobody, it wasn't on any particular profile. I guess it was a base profile. So I assume that I'm, I'm just assuming here. I assume that you will have to own the game at least. For sure. Yeah. I don't know about it being downloaded to your Xbox for you to play it on your cloud. Um, but you got to at least own it to be able to play it. Um, I know they doing a, they had played some Halo already in there and, um, Killer Instinct as well on the X-Files. So. I just find it interesting because it's like I, I hear, I mean, this is kind of what I was saying before where I was like, the, the reason why I think Stadia is not going anywhere is because like, it's basically jumping in where I assume everybody else is going to go eventually. Like, even though um, people have their complaints about it, but I'm, it's just kind of curious that like, I assume that all of these issues with, stadia will still be issues with x cloud because you're still talking about cloud-based gaming still talking about relying on a wireless connection and theoretically the same devices all that kind of stuff oh you're absolutely but right it seems like it's, it's like oh my gosh xbox well x cloud is going to be amazing and then stadia is going to fail and i don't know what the not only that i feel like is. i trust google's infrastructure way better than that would me too i would yeah. totally trust that definitely you know what you ever- i don't even trust microsoft's web browser oh wow <laughs> I hate their web browser okay, so much. I, I, I can I can respect that. It does. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if I choose to get the the Google or the X Cloud. If my internet is ass, it's ass. It won't be able to play either of those. So <clears throat> that's why I signed up for the Alpha uh, test. Yeah. For, so um, so here here's my take. Like uh, I, I I never got to say my take on this is that. For for Stadia, the reason why I think like their initial lineup is kind of weak is because they want I think they want to be first to market uh, before X Cloud even comes out, and I think that uh, like trying to being first to market is usually usually tends to do well for for big companies, especially for things like this. Like remember during the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, like th- uh, the three uh, you know the 360 just like came out a year earlier and then therefore like it really took off way better than the PlayStation until you know until like you know late in their their life cycle then the PlayStation eventually just overtook the 360 but as of as of this you know this is like something completely new well maybe it's not completely new like there was on live before yes. but you know like i think that was like way like too early in its you way know too early yeah it yeah. was way too early now it seems like you know like i, I should say like 80 percent of the united states has you know has the ability to have access to broadband internet compared to like yeah. 10 years ago and so therefore i think like stadia like because they're going to be the first to do this like they're going to they have like they have they're going to have like you know the they already have the infrastructure to do it you know with youtube and you know gmail and all that um but but i think like this also helps out with you know people who are getting you know who does youtube uh who does gaming for youtube right and then being able to jump into a game straight from youtube and yeah, it's, it's just like this whole like you know being able to just buy off the game based on the game that that's being showed off on YouTube, and if people are live streaming on YouTube, which is also another thing why I think you know YouTube might be like a place to go for live streaming eventually, um, because because of Stadia, right? Like Stadia will eventually start uh, if, if when it starts picking up and more and more people are going to get into it, like 
be, you're going to be able to just jump into a game with, you know, your favorite streamer. And, uh, you know, and YouTube, YouTube already has like a 20 some percent market share on live streaming. So there, there's a, like it and they're keeping a download on this right now until I'm pretty sure until Stadia actually comes out in like a few days. Yep. Uh, so uh, I do want to actually uh, make a notion about how many people in America do have uh, broadband. And from Pew Research, it's 73% of adults have home broadband. Um, yeah, so no, but how many it, people would have access to it, like like have the ability to have access to it, not what they already have now? Well, okay. But anyways, uh, the... Uh, not not just um, limited to an Xbox One controller for the xCloud. It's mm -hmm. also, um, you can use a DualShock 4 for it. Um, and uh, and so it's not a, um, it doesn't seem like that it is a, if you, um, you download a portion of the game or anything like that, you have the app on your phone and you do the exact same thing where you are streaming the game from Microsoft's servers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, next up, if you did, you guys know about this Jar? Uh, this guy named Jarvis, also from Phase, got lifetime banned from playing professional Fortnite. Um, I heard about this, but yeah. You, so, but the, so but yeah, the title but, that you're not uh, putting in is he got banned for cheating. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and cheating. Yeah. And put up, put up, put it up on YouTube. So I have some thoughts on this, and I also watched his the entire video of his apology too. And yeah, there were some crocodile tears, but let, uh, I will say my piece, and then maybe if you guys have your opinions too. Uh, so my so what I want to say is yeah, sure, there are some crocodile tears in that video, um, and if you don't know what that is, <laughs> it means that you know there was like fake crying. Right, um, but I do have sympathy for this guy because he he is only seventeen years old, and he's not exactly an, an adult yet who makes who can make adult decisions or make adult like you know thought processes. Um, do, do, should he have gotten banned? Yeah, uh, for life, probably not. Uh, is this like a uh, and this is also like a seventeen year old boy who was rising in fame extremely fast and knowing what most extroverted young men uh, at least up until their you know mid-20s will make poor decisions because they will tend to uh, take uh, you know like men tends to take like especially young men will take massive risks and if you're raising that quickly for you know at least for for a little Boys, because I I have I have done this, and you know you start start seeing success. You want to one up your game every time, right? And somehow, you know, finger quoting, making a funny cheating video was the way to go. And yeah, at the same time though, you gotta think about the fact that like I know you said that he's he's not an adult and not made able to make adult decisions, but at the same time, that's just legally. Like realistically, is there that much difference between a seventeen-year-old and an eighteen-year-old? No, no. I disagree. I disagree that. Okay, okay. My, I'm sorry. No, I disagree. 
Uh, there's no difference between a 17 and 18 year old. Yeah, it's so just that, legally an 18 year old is an adult, but 17 and 18. But you also got to remember that he's also. But then again, like he's also still very young. That well, okay. So if you're, so you're telling me, uh, are you going to tell me that when you were like, you know, in high school, you made, you didn't make poor decisions like this? No, I was, I was making real life poor decisions when I was in high school. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say the thing you no, got to no. remember though is he got banned from a game. Like the fact that you could say where you making poor decisions, it's not like he's going to jail. He literally just can't play a game that he wants to play. Oh, it's just like this. It's not really that much of a like. There's not really that much ramifications to it, other than like he kind of fucked up in something. He, he fucked up because he got caught. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, it's not like he got caught. He he made it public. Yeah. Yeah. He he ratted himself out. He snitched himself. Yeah. So okay, this is the thing with me. Um, I know you want to be like, oh, he's seventeen years old, and you gotta be, you gotta think about his mental state, how he's doing it, and he feels like, look, this is this is this ain't this ain't when we was playing video games at seventeen, eighteen years old. This is twenty nineteen, and this man assigned the phase. We do not know what kind of pressure he was under. We, and he makes it. He has a contract obligation to play for this team, so he knows what's the difference between. Does he? He's well, he, he's he's still young. Remember, I, you're 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 thinking about it. You're probably thinking about it from a thirty-some-year-old mindset right now, not from a seventeen-year-old mindset. I'm thinking as well, a seven. No, yeah. as, of course. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm thirty-some, and I'm thinking about it in that situation. But you can't. You can't. The video where he admits he wasn't thinking of the potential consequences that might follow showing off a Fortnite aimbot. So when you do that, you just put yourself, you just put an automatic target on your back because it's like, okay, so you showing this aimbot. So are your other videos are legit? Are your other competitions are legit? Are your other tournaments are legit? Because now you have people like saying, oh, he probably cheated. Um, for one, he should have never showed the aimbot. If you want to, if you want me to keep it a buck with you, he should never showed the aimbot. Then nobody would have known. But yeah, why would he show it? What was his purpose of showing it for? for well, inter- once again, like remember, like he, like he was, he's right. He was rising in fame really fast. And then when you're, especially when you're like a, a guy that's that's trying to like prove himself, like at a young age, you want to keep one upping like what you just. Uh, what what you just made previously? Excuse me. Okay, here let me let me ask you a question though. Um, I I don't know that much about him personally. When you say he's rising in fame, like in what sense? Rising in where was his fame coming from? From from Fortnite. No, no, I mean like from playing in like tournaments. Was it making YouTube videos? What was his fame coming? Yeah, from, from like making YouTube videos, and okay. I, I'm pretty sure. T- maybe tournaments that part i don't know okay well i mean i guess the thing that i would the reason why i would ask that is just like um i would get it if you were like i I think about people for example that uh with gta 5 there's like all these kind of mods that go around where like i guess you have to somehow just i think you have to kind of disable your connection to like um rockstar servers or something like that in order to do them and people make videos like there's mods with like a zombie apocalypse and kind of stuff that kind of stuff when i think about that and i'm like okay well if you're just making if you're just getting fame off of that that's fine because the only person you're really impacting is you but i feel like 
if you're using even an aimbot specifically, an aimbot is literally used to cheat to win. Like if you had made some kind of mods or something like that, that's a different story. But I feel like a 17-year-old knows what cheating is. Like it's not like I get that we make mistakes, but it's, they've been they probably been, he's been told, I'm sure, from a kid that what cheating is. Like whether that be in school, you're not supposed to cheat off a test, whether that be like, you know, whatever form of cheating. It's like to say that he doesn't know what he's doing is a whole different I don't know. That doesn't well, make any also, sense. Also, like, me. remember like kids these days, they need to be a little more they they feel they have like this pressure to be a little more edgy too. I mean it's not but that, that was, doesn't mean they have wait to. A minute. Wait, that, that was oh, what are you talking about nowadays? That was like me in high school like <laughs> ten plus years ago. Okay, yeah, fine. Let's put it that way. Edge uh, let's they need to be uh kids or more like people kids needs needs to be more edgy okay but here's the thing to what end though he needs if he gets pressure to be more edgy what's supposed what is the end result that he's looking for where well clearly it was cheating but i mean that was a poor decision that was a poor decision what i'm saying is what was the point of cheating to make a video from the cheating to make a video so you dry snitched on yourself and made a video and got yourself banned. oh that's what i was thinking like you think about these people on snapchat where like they'll do some kind of crime and they post it on snapchat and they get caught and it's like well that's your fault for being stupid like you just ratted on yourself <laughs> and not only that and not only that if he was so pressured he must not have the right team around him either because you're supposed to have, if you're that young and if you're just a rising star that rise up so fast, you should be able to have like a true crew around you to know that, hey, hey, hey guys, I'm going to, I'm going to post up a video of Call of Duty, but you know how I'm a Call of Duty pro, right? I'm winning all the tournaments and I'm getting all these kills, but I'm going to do a video with an aimbot and I'm going to show it on YouTube. What would you guys tell me? You you would tell me I'm stupid, right? And not to well, show it right. Well, then again, you're also we're also talking about phase here. I think that what about what about phase? Is this this is this have, is not, have, yeah, have you have you seen like a lot of phases videos? I like I, I see videos. I seen phase. I'm not I'm not that old. I know what phase is. I know that they big on Fortnite. Call of Duty. Uh, well, uh, no, no. Well, I'm just saying, like, like the the type of content that they produce on like YouTube. Would you say that this guy who's a part of Phase is going through a phase? You stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think he that set himself. Good. I think he set himself up for that. I think he set himself up for that. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I you know what? Well, I guess I, I don't. Yeah, the re- the thing I was trying to figure out when I said what was to what end, I'm trying to figure out if you're saying was he pressured to cheat or was he just pressured to make a video saying this is an aimbot for Fortnite? More like I think he's he trying to make more to like pressure to make like it, make more no better con- like more like 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 surprising content. So you think But what is what is surprising about that though? I don't well, get it. He, it's surprising to him because he's 17. Yeah, but I mean, like, is he not good? No, he's he fun. is good. I'm pretty sure he's good. So, like, basically, it's the same end result, isn't it? it like, is it's basically you're making result. a yeah. theoretically you're making a video where you win at Fortnite, except now you said this is the one where I cheated. Like, why would you even make that video? You know, I because know. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. 
I don't get it because I Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I still think he should have been banned, but I don't know for for life. Maybe like two two years, but not nah, two. But, but I mean, you know what the problem? You know what the problem though is that like I think along the lines of like when you're saying he's he's young, uh-huh. one of the things about like the new age is that somebody that young can legitimately like a make money. B, make a bunch of money and C, affect other people's ability to make money off of that cheating. Mm-hmm. So at that point, now it, it becomes something a little bit more than like, haha, I made an aimbot video or whatever. Like people, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's also like a thing too, point. right? Like it, it could also be like, oh yeah, you're just promoting cheating. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I don't know. Well, don't dry snake. I mean, he said he's still going to make videos though, yeah. right? Yeah. Probably not because he's he doesn't have really anything any other game to go to. Well, he right better now. find something. There's fucking thousands. You yeah. don't. Get but do you think that. people? But because of this, do you think in at least in the immediate future, like anybody will want to sponsor him? Well, I mean, I think it's kind of like uh, would you? We were talking about this with like Call of Duty too with, with trolls. It's like regardless of what happened before, results kind of. Results matter. So if he gets really good at another game to the point where he can co- perform at a competitive level and it can be verified that he's not cheating, yeah, absolutely. If, if you have, I don't see why somebody wouldn't. If you have your own teammates, coach, or any other person that wants to like put him on a team, corroborate and verify that yes, he has skill without using that aimbot, then yes, they'll pick him up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just you know what it he's. We do you think he deserves? His... Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure we all know that he deserves a ban. Do you think he deserves a lifetime ban? Yes. You... Uh, my, I would just reformat, reformat, and say I'm not going to say he deserves it. I'm going to say he like he should have known what he signed up for. Essentially, he broke the rules, and they they said they have no tolerance for cheating. So theoretically, he should have known that. Yeah. Not to say that I would know it. I don't read those rules either, but <laughs> nobody does. But still, I don't even think lawyers read really like, like the terms of service for, for anything that they sign up. Just scroll down and push accept. You think he deserved it, Lady of Miss? A lifetime ban. Mm-hmm. The Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. At this day and age, yeah, because because you. That decision of you posting up that video made it look bad on the team that's paying your bills. Uh, any potential connections because of that video. Perception is a mug. So even though you may not have cheated in the in the past, and you may in your gameplay may not be assisted with an aimbot, but with that video, it's always going to be somebody in the back of their mind. Like, look, I want to work with this guy, but he put that video out there, and. I need to know if he's not cheating or not. Everybody's going to think that way. And that's what's sad about it. But you 17 years old, you signing these these lucrative contracts to these gaming uh, organizations, you should know what that's a certain responsibility to that. And once you do something dumb, like make a video about aimbotting on the main game that's making you money, that's... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to be responsible with your shit. And I think he was not. I don't know what in his mind thought it was cool for him to do an aimbot video. But now all his wins 
his legit wins, his legit winnings is like an asterisk next to it. And don't let me be the person that competed against him on an online tournament and got my ass whooped. I'm be like, oh, yo, he cheated. He cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because um, we never used cheat codes when we were kids. Yeah, he cheated. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> like when I think about like Age of Empires, I remember using typing in the, the first Age of Empires. I don't know if any of you played it, but there was this there was this chat command that you can type in Big Daddy, and then like it'll spawn like a Batman vehicle, and you can do that in multiplayer. What? Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. Age of Empires. Yeah, the first Age That's of Empires, you can literally spawn like a Batmobile that shoots rockets. <laughs> weird yeah okay. well anyways yeah so does anybody know dan's gaming no i do no only from you okay okay, okay. so dan's gaming part uh, do you guys know who uh, the group nerd fusion only from you no yeah, i do okay so yeah so nerd fusing fusion is a uh, is a you know like uh i would say a company slash group right of streamers and Basically, Dan's gaming. He's you know fairly old school on on Twitch, or I would say he's really old school on Twitch. And like he's generally a good guy. He doesn't do anything controversial. Like he makes very good content. Like he makes very good engagement with his viewers. And he got slapped down on his recent emotes for being sexual content. And just just to, just just to continue with this. This is too sexual for Twitch, and you know, and banned his instant upload of you know, um, what do you call it, of emotes for ninety days, and he, uh, and just to let you guys know that for every game that he plays, he has a dedicated artist to create a whole set of new emotes, emotes, so he like takes down like all his emotes, and uploads a new set of emotes for a new game that he plays. So what game and is this one? I'm not exactly sure, but look at that picture and tell me what you think if you think that's considered uh, it's very sexual. So I'm I'm going to like uh, butt in here because this one is not for a specific game for one. Okay. Two, um, uh, Maximilian dude had a butt emote that was of no joke. It was uh, Marvel. It was a Marvel versus Capcom game, but a very early one. I think it was uh, um, Children of the Atom. It might have been. I don't know. But it, it was of uh, Wolverine's ass. And it was it was just that. And it got taken down. Okay. Um, this. Okay. This is also the same platform where you see in just chatting girls dry humping plushies and infl- uh, inflatable animal wearing close to nothing. How you know that? Because he watches it. <laughs> no, you see, you see them a lot on. Forever. <laughs> huh? You see them on LFS. Uh, LSF. What's LSF? Live stream fails. Mm. Oh. Oh. oh, never even heard of it. Oh yeah, it's a show that they just condense like streamers like fuck ups into one video and they post it on YouTube. Um, or wins, yeah. Or wins, yes. Um, this this is not offensive to me. It's not, trust me. This is not sexual. <laughs> so you didn't get turned on. No, so <laughs> no, because this is so far. This isn't translating well on um, audio format. What this is is that it essentially looks like a humanoid blob, sort of artistic style, 
and it looks like a mustache kind of like kind of like dan's face but in a very abstract and cartoony form um on the toilet and uh, on the toilet that's it and that's and there's no kind of like kirby um, you know what there you go it's like if kirby had an actual nose and then a mustache um sort of a differentiation between um torso and head and then add limbs yeah that was it that's what it looks like um and this is uh nah that that was a wrong move or decision there's this is stupid you know twitch for me i think there's somebody at twitch that doesn't like dan's gaming don't you know that the that the lore of Twitch is like only the hot girls don't get banned and it's very one sided when it comes to banning. This banning is hella stupid. I mean, that's see, this is Sharpie's lore. This is Sharpie's lore. <laughs> what? He's, no, I'm, I'm joking because like you are the one that always brings that up. Okay. You're, do you guys know? Okay, that... so I was watching like uh, on how banning works on Twitch, uh, at least from Devin Nash, who's also part of Nerdfusion. He's a marketing manager, or he's one, like the head marketer guy for Nerdfusion. He he has a lot of connections with like Twitch, YouTube, and like a, a lot of people at uh, on. Uh, in the gaming industry and basically what he told uh what he said was like this is how like reports and bans work in twitch so reports you know gets filed against the streamer right uh how how, how reports gets filed against the streamer is you know there's a system that reviews the number of reports and then there's the type of report like based on the number of reports and it gets classified and gets sent to trust and safety right and then the and then the report gets uh gets a gets a, a random TS lead right TS as in trust and safety and within the team the team discusses together and votes but the TS lead ultimately has the final say and every partner uh on, that's on Twitch has an AM and the AM will meet with the TS team and discuss why the streamer shouldn't be banned or whatever they're banned for shouldn't be banned. And it's the AM's job to fight for the streamer. So, okay. Okay. And, but then the ultimate, the final say on what people, what things get banned or people get banned is up to the trust and safety's lead or whoever got assigned, uh, the lead who was assigned to it. So that 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 goes for like you know like the whole like Twitch girls or or even even this. Okay. So what you're saying is that we have a conspiracy of someone inside Twitch doesn't like Dan and then used one of his emotes to try to ban his emotes. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to like you know straighten that out. So <laughs> all right, cool. We got conspiracy yeah, so, on our yeah. hands. So you, you notice, like, some you know, there's like some other streamers that, like, they they have a very good track record, and then for some reason, for little things that they did, somehow got banned. Probably, like, you know, they probably got a new account manager, whether whether it be like you know the the current the one that they had like recently quit, and then the new person barely knows the barely knows the the streamer that they're going to be working with. And they they couldn't like fight for it against uh, the, um, trust and safety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, things like that can happen. 
And this is not just a Twitch problem. This is also like in mo most social media platforms, including like Twitter and Facebook and all that. All right. And so uh, what we have here is a bunch of companies that cannot fight for some of these high profile accounts. Um, and the only ones that do stay are the, uh, uh, the e-girls and all those people because, uh, you know, because they get the big bucks in for the, for the company, right? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that, but it could. <laughs> well, <laughs> say it, dude. <laughs> but what I'm saying, well, what I can say is like that, that could be a possibility. Okay. Right. Like, you know, like the, te the, the, you know, the trust and safety team, like really likes the girl. That could be a case. So, uh, now I'm, I'll actually be serious about this one. So the, the one, the, the AM that's assigned to Dan, has that actually been, uh, dealt with? Like, has it been, uh, gone, has it go been gone through? Has it, I know this happened on the ninth, so eight days ago. Yeah, so probably possibly the happened? AM couldn't fight uh, couldn't fight against the trust and safety lead. There's usually it's just usually just one lead in the entire uh, uh, for the entire case. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... And for all I know, oh, it could okay. it could have been the new AM for Dan too. That could be true. I. There is some like weird shit about uh, Twitch that's going on, and even like uh, I'm gonna mention back on Maximilian dude's uh, butt emote, just because like everybody thought it was funny. Even somebody that like I just showed, uh, like I showed their channel, was like, okay, I don't know why, but that's kind of funny. Um, just because the way it, it, the joke being that for some reason Wolverine's ass way back when was just so sculpted or whatever the fuck like it's just so highly detailed for some reason um so now it can't be a joke but even on his channel it was joked about that oh yeah all the e-girls get their or even not that it was uh everybody else gets their butt emote too but he can't it was really weird so i and i think maybe you're on to something that there is some sort of different uh people in these positions um people left or people got switched around or whatever yeah so yeah that's that that's something. yeah that's that, that <laughs> that's could be the drama, drama. <laughs> incoming mixer well there's even drama on youtube yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there is. Well, I wouldn't call this drama, but with so Markiplier, I'm pretty sure most of us know who that is. Uh, had like a live stream event where he had, you know, the like where he, there was a massive, massive hole that, uh, in the moderate YouTube's moderation system that affected the participants entire google account um that was yeah so, or actually let me finish let me finish and yeah. i'll let you go yeah so basically their entire google was suspended for spamming too many emotes and just to be clear it's this isn't just 
YouTube that their their you know account got affected, like their email accounts, calendars, two FAs, right? And you know a lot of people's like life life is in Gmail, um, and to bring up what exactly happened was uh, so again Markiplier had an event you know where he had like a, a like a green and red sign or paddle of some sort where people were voting off in emotes like in red and green hearts or whatever and chat was voting in chat and basically there are um, people who did that got their account suspended and it makes uh, and then uh, you know to, to them like I guess it kind of made sense because it's like some anti-spam measure but there was a guy who entered in chat six times in two hours and his account got suspended. And what's more is that um, it's expected that they're moder- uh, that because of this, you know, aggressive, this hyper, well, people thought it was pretty hyper aggressive on their anti-spam measure. Like they try to appeal it, but then appeal goes through a real person, not a bot. And everybody's appeal got denied. In fact, one person's appeal got accepted, and maybe somewhere within the hour, it got reinstated to denied. Meaning, somebody at YouTube was very well aware of the circumstances of this situation. And then Markiplier puts out a video with this information that I just talked about, like, you know, with the two examples that I also provided um, that. You know, which made him very angry about the situation because, like, imagine being a YouTuber who, like, who did all this, and now he feel like who wouldn't feel bad that this happened to all of his followers? Yeah, um, like I would definitely feel like that. Like I, I hold some sort of not necessarily blame, but I hold responsibility into uh, rectifying this and correcting this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a sort of um, TOS sort of change as far as for YouTube content and, and stuff goes. And I think it fell in line with that as well. Not like the emote spamming, that sort of thing. But like when this sort of account banning thing got uh, fell in place at the same time that YouTube content creators and stuff. Oh, with the whole Copa thing? Yeah, that. I believe that all this, like, happened at the same time, and it, it got stated at the same time. Because before this, people could spam chat with emotes, and this did not happen. Where it was that they got their, um, they got an, uh, a, an account strike or any sort of, um, sort of thing on their account. Um, and I believe it was also that if they deemed that the the Copa thing that happened recently being if you made content that was not uh, monetizable um, at all and wasn't good for ad for ad revenue, um, then they could just shut down your account. And it wasn't that shut down your YouTube account; it was shut down your entire Google account. Mm-hmm. So I so that's why I think this happened all at the same time. Now the, yeah. the chat spam emote thing, that's um. Yeah, it, it it is a bot thing that did ha- uh, that did catch it, but um, but even then, the the bigger uh, thing being that um, you're one of the bigger things. Sorry, is your entire Google account gets shut down, 
uh, and that's terrible because that, that's fucking, terrifying. Like their bank te- bank accounts and their two FA for their bank accounts and all that. Yeah, gone. And it's, well, did this happen to people that um, pressed one emote? This guy and only chatted six times in two hours. Hold on, wait a minute. Did he? Put in a, the same, e- so it was chatting with text, or was it like putting the same emote over and over and over again in one message? Because there's a difference. I'm pretty sure, spamming. like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it happened over the course of two hours, not like, not like six in like a minute. Right, but you know how, like, in in um, we see in Twitch chats or just any sort of live stream chat, where somebody will put in the same emote several times within one message okay so well we're all familiar with live streaming and especially in big channels like we all been in big channels um emotes are a very integral part of the live streaming experience i agree sure yeah so it's like them isn't though well but what i'm saying is that it like i was wondering if people who press the emote button or sent the emote in one message once it was only one emote and that was the entire message that they put yeah in that chat. part i I'm, i don't know the only okay, information i have is from markiplier's like video that he put up that this that's, is where all this information is coming from okay so i was actually kind of being nitpicky as far yeah. as for what uh well, that's a reasonable question because if he if he only messaged like um you know a certain number of times in however in two hours six times in two hours or whatever it was if he's just spammed like 40 emotes in each one of those messages, he's still kind of is doing the same thing that other people were doing, even though it's not a lot of messages per the amount of time. So, yeah, I mean, it was a valid question. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> another one of these things that Google states, uh, in states, um, that just turns the YouTube platform into a trash fire. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I imagine like, well, I'll put it this way. I, I think, I mean, along the same lines of what we were saying with, uh, with, uh, the guy who can't play Fortnite anymore. I'm not gonna. I, I won't say like you know, people should know what they're getting into, as much as I'll say that like, I would imagine that that is actually in the terms of service, which means it sucks if that happens especially considering how integrated like your Gmail account can be with like all these different aspects of your life. And this is something that clearly like they probably set this up, not realizing that that could literally have that type of impact on people for something that trivial. Um, but I would just say that, yeah, yeah, it's excessive. And I bet you like, you know, they end up fixing it so that it's not like, it doesn't do that. I don't know about that denial of like people who are appealing their accounts being like, you know, shut down that's that's a little weird but i don't know it, yeah it i mean it made sense it because you know happened. they can't handle like so many people like moderating so many people to to have this thing automated but to like as a not like this is not like uh, the way how youtube's moderation system works it's not by a channel by channel basis like you can't customize it for your own channel it's by it, it's throughout the entire platform oh sure yeah I mean, they have the right to do that, though. Yeah. Well, that this is something that YouTube is apparently looking into now because well, this thing I'm happened. I'm sure they'll like fix it because obviously that's a big issue that 
seems like it hasn't come up in the past. Maybe just this just happened to be the right circumstances to identify, you know, somewhere in the, in their system that had like a shortcoming. I'm just, which kinda, I mean, in that sense, is good. Yeah, but I'm just kind of um, curious why, uh, like the chat spam. I, like I'm trying to like draw the relation from when we use uh, the Streamlabs bot or Nightbot or anything like that, and they have settings for you know excessive uh, uh, symbols or yeah, yeah. Um, uh, long uh, messages stuff like that, and like it'll just like delete the message, or you can actually set it to time out and with a number of strikes. Yeah, but I guess that's what Sharpie was saying. Like you can't set it like individually, right? Yeah. Right, and I'm just yeah, I'm just kind of wondering like damn like why didn't they just you know give that sort of control in the first place like they already have examples of what works Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but i bet you more so than i bet kind of along the lines of like what we were just talking about with um i mean maybe i guess we haven't talked about it yet but with conceptually like with stadia and things of that nature i think their thing is more so like get it out there like put the youtube streaming out there and then refine it as you go along. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of how Google does things rather than just kind of like take all this time and make sure that everything is fine tuned so that it's like a well oiled machine. It's just like put it out there, fix it. So you're like, listen to feedback. You know, so it's like, kind of so it's like, don't fix it until it breaks. I mean, the reality of it is, is that's like a lot of products in general. You don't get a recall yeah. on well, a car until I mean, somebody dies from like a. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, I want to go back to the whole like like their new terms of service thing. Have you actually read it? Like, I actually read through the whole thing, and then like the way how it's worded, it's super open ended. Like, it's extremely open ended. I know what it's for though. Like, I know why they're doing it. It's it's mainly meant for like you know like politics. That's that you know because you know twenty twenty elections are coming up. But like the way how it's written, like it's it says like they can take down ch- channels if your channel is not commercially viable. That's the wording I was trying to find. Yeah. Yeah. So that means like it's like since that uh, it can go something like like hey nobody watches your stuff and it's taking up space we're gonna delete your channel. They can do that based on how it's worded. Yeah. I mean they can. Yeah. But I mean, I, I get why they would probably word it like that to avoid like any sort of issue where you say that like you where you try to argue that they can't. It's almost like, you know, when somebody says no shirt, no shoes, no service, it's like it's literally so that you can't really argue against it. They, I don't know, because I, I bet you what they're really trying to say is like if you're doing so, if your channel is somehow impacting uh Google financially, then we can take your channel down. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's really what the point of it no, is. No, actually, the, actually yeah, the point of this that. thing is, is, you know, to, to ask channels that focus on extreme politics. Yeah, but I mean, let's say it's not even politics. Let's say it's just something that's like extremely taboo where they don't like the messaging of it. Like realistically, they probably yeah. could just say, well, you know, that's driving away people from our platform, so we're shutting you down. Are you, are you saying, Sharpie, we got another conspiracy on our hands? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, no, this is this is more like... It, well, this is more like a conspiracy that's yet to be proven because it's so new. Um, 
so an actual conspiracy. Oh yeah, I guess I guess you can say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, so we'll we'll see what we'll see what happened because you know it's like they have they have like no like because this is so new, nobody's channel actually got axed just because you know they say like hey, nobody watches your stuff or you have less than a hundred views per video for like the past two years or something like that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're just going to be like, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they won't. Like, even with it's just that it, it gives, like, it gives them the ability to, because of like how, yeah, I mean, but technically they had that ability too anyway. That's not anything new. It's just written on paper now. Like they could, they, I think in their terms of service, they'd probably say, I imagine just like every other company, we can shut you down for whatever reason we want. <laughs> At which point it could be because they don't like whatever political view or whatever you're trying to express. I think it's just on paper now. I'm sure they could close my account tomorrow because they think I'm ugly. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyways, VGAs are next week. Or wait, was it? Is it next week? No. Next month. No, it's next month. Yeah. Okay. Um, they got a knob. They got a knob out there called "Favorite Year." Like they they put the past four years of video games that came out for the like. I don't know if I understand what that is. Is it favorite year as in like your favorite year of gaming, or because they actually show who won? The yeah, game of the year? yeah. Or are they saying favorite game <laughs> of the year year or something? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? It's just just to celebrate their fifth anniversary. That's all. Oh, I chose. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Am I voting for God of War or am I voting for 2018? You're voting for both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, the knobs are on Tuesday. I know Death Stranding's gonna get one because because you have insider I mean, information. Inside information, <laughs> you know, um, you know, the host is like a Kojima D writer, like to the tenth power, so it's definitely gonna get there. So, what games you want to see I mean, as game of the year nominees? Uh, you know what? I don't know about that. That is a hard just thought. For, I honestly have no idea. Indivisible. I don't know what. I feel like a lot came out this year, and I, have, no. I can't think of what. Indivisible to be game of the year nominee. Why not? People love that. Game. I love that game. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's too small. Um. Like I feel like game of the year is gonna go to like a triple A title. Yeah. Call yeah. of Duty and Gears of War gonna be up there. Nope, it's not Better Gears not of War. Better not be Gears 5. <laughs> Holy shit. It's not Gears 5, I guarantee you. So, so you don't think that even though Gears is a higher score, and has a higher score than Death Stranded, it shouldn't be nominated for Game of the Year? Oh, well, I mean, I'm just saying to it us. Not, <laughs> it was not Game of the Year. I, mean, I feel like, I don't know, just based on people's reactions, I don't feel like it was anybody's... There was, it doesn't seem like there was talks of like how amazing that game was. It was just like, oh yeah, it's another Gears game. Outer Worlds should be have a nod. That game is amazing. That might be too new. What you mean? It came actually. Out- you know, a lot, a lot of games ago. that are too new tend to be get on the list. Yeah. that's how Red Dead Redemption won. That's how Death Stranding year. got on the list. And uh, Outer, yeah, I guess Red Dead was like last. Yeah, yeah, end of last yeah, year. Yeah, because Death Stranding came out on the eighth, and 
uh, the Outer Worlds came on came out on the twenty fifth. So yeah, they getting in there. So, so I guess we'll just have to rehash this next week when we have the full nominee list. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is? But I mean, is there anything that you guys are like? This should be nominated. Outer Worlds should be nominated. I couldn't yeah. tell you. I mean, I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I can't say. I mean, I'm I pretty just sure. Played like enough games this year that were from this year. Like I, I know I played a lot of games, but it's like, how many of? Do you guys feel like you've played a lot of the releases that came out actually in 2019? That's see, that's the thing. Like I didn't play enough games in, that came out this. Yeah, we all year. tend to just wait for a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait wait wait! I played Wolfenstein. I played um, I played the Division. I played oh Kingdom Hearts three was this year. Link's Awakening was this That's year, true. wasn't it? Or Link to the Past? Yeah, Link's Awakening, a- right? Link's Awakening. Yeah, so that might be the game of the year. Not uh, I made a I made a bet with my homegirl on a big bag of chips, like the box forty count chips. That uh, she thinks that Death Stranding is going to win game of the year, and I think it's not. Um, so, oh, I don't think it is. So, wait a minute. I want to ask something. Did um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate have any sort of nomination last year, or did it? Like, because we're still on the first year of DLC. That's why I'm asking this question. It should be maybe. They should have like their own fighting, like a fighters. I was gonna say, did, did do you guys see like a fighting game winning game of the year? Mm, nah, no. Because no. they technically they could have like Mortal Kombat in there, probably Super Smash and Samurai Showdown. So Sam here's Show. here's the reason why I bring this winning. up um, is because uh, like because I don't remember it being on the VGAs last year, um, but or it mentioned at all last on the last one. Uh, it outsold Super. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It outsold Street Fighter 2. Oh, it, yeah. The original. Yeah, the original Street Fighter like 2. Street Fighter it 2, outsold yeah. it. Over 15 million copies. Yeah. That's why I mentioned this. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it could be. Smash Brothers might be kind of like unique in that sense. Or it seems like it's kind of like universally loved, even if you're not like a fighting game person. Oh, you know what? Anthem came out. Man, nobody show. wanted to talk about that trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Actually, then that, there is some news about that that I want to yeah. briefly mention. But um, yeah. I mean, as far as for the VGAs, do you guys really care oh, about Apex? Like, Apex Legends did come out this year. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that might do it. Um, but like it, in terms of my experience with like the VGAs, uh, I mean, I'm one of those people that watch it for the commercials. Or for the, the things that they may announce. Mm. Announcements, yeah. Like it's becoming the new E3? No. <laughs> like some sort of entertainment and like they might like have some sort of, you know, world premiere or whatever. Like or again, like, like the new E3. <laughs> well, okay, you could say that, but like maybe like only one or two new announcements. Like I, I think they might have some more information or more uh, another video for Final Fantasy VII Remake or for yeah. Cyberpunk. Well, for all I know, like that's that's where I think it might start heading towards because of how E3 is starting to turn out to be. Like, you know how, like they said, like they're going to make it into like a, uh, a influencer thing now instead of a press thing. 
if they do, then the VGA is going to be all fucking day. <laughs> Nobody's going to sit through that. Yeah. I don't know. For me, like, VGA, it started off really bad. And then, like, for two or three years, it was just like, oh, this again. Or it's like saying presented by Doritos or presented by Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to do remember that. Remember that? They're going to do that, yeah. though. And they. No, they they stopped. They didn't do that last year, which I was very glad that they didn't. But uh, for, for uh, because it became like it became like this like a non gaming thing. It became like a very commercial oriented thing, and then I think that's what Je Jeff Ke uh, Keeley, yeah, Jeff yeah. Keeley, um, like got a lot of criticism for, and so he took that to heart, and then he started to make all these changes and the past two years it's been kind of fine it's actually a lot better than i was than i was expecting it to be we don't want no gamer bros on our vgas we want to be respectful people yeah exactly good luck with that <laughs> well i mean that's that's how it was like the past year or two and it's actually been pretty and i've been enjoying it kind of <laughs> well way better than before Remember when um uh a, a way out was fucking that trailer came out and that guy that came out and he was like fuck the Oscars. Uh, you guys don't remember? I that? forgot. I remember I that? I forgot that. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Oh god. Okay. I'm gonna link that video into the okay. Okay. In the chat, but it we might get like golden moments. Oh, like you talking about the like, No Way like, Out dude, the Arabian dude, look like Aladdin. I got you. I know who you talking yeah. about. He's worked for EA, right? Am I right? Um, yeah, it was that one game. But, um, yeah, that, he was uh, drunk. EA published. He was really <laughs> He was he was lit. He was really lit that day, that night. I will never want to be that lit in public. Be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh. So what about this? I guess I'll watch it. You watch it? I'm oh, oh Grown Women Game is gonna do a live uh live stream of that. So we're gonna we're gonna calm the shit out the video game awards. <laughs> this is gonna be hilarious if you guys haven't seen what we did last year. Um I'll probably post it up somewhere. Um but yeah, I'm it's I just don't want I just can't wait for the noms. This is like even though it's kind of one sided it's, it brings us gamers together and discuss um, the knob. So, but like I said, it doesn't, um, we only got one. So I chose for uh, The Witcher because, <laughs> but we just have to wait and see next week with the nomination. That's it for me. I, I would vote for The Witcher 3 because I'm not letting my 120 hours go to waste. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait till what, next month? No, yeah. the nominations are on Tuesday, so... No, 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 well, I mean, like, the actual... On event. the 12th? 12th, yeah. On the 12th of December at 6 o'clock p.m. Yeah. I got it on my phone. All right. Cool. You're going to do a snarkathon? What's that? Well, like, just talk shit. That's what we're going <laughs> to do. The entire event. Well, that's what we're going to do. Just snark. Yeah. Be snarking. Yes. The entire yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> and it'll be the start of like my birthday weekend. So that's just a, that's a good thing to start off with. I'm going to be in like a nice, uh, something to drink and then just look at that. A pina colada. Oh, nah. Nah. $32 shots. Bro. You know, I like the best. <laughs> you know, I like the best. You know that. 
$32 shot bourbons. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I just can't wait. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. All right, let's start closing this out. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I'll go first. Uh, Thank you, everybody that stopped by. Um, You can check me at lady underscore infamous 415. And uh, we'll play some more Outer Worlds this week. And I think that's really on the schedule right now. If I find something else different to play out, I'll always try it out. And once again, thank you for everybody that stopped by and checking us out every week. We really appreciate you coming through. And thank you. All right. Well, if you want to check me out, I'm on twitch.tv slash unsheathp. Um, this week I'm going to start uh, Jedi, whatever it's called. What's it called? Jedi Knight the Fallen Order or something yes, like that? Yes, it is. Jedi the Fallen yes, Order. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm gonna start that this week, but that's probably about it. No, it's called um, Star Wars: The Jedi Knight Fallen or <laughs> I don't got enough breath for all that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all I'm gonna be doing this week. Uh, I'm gonna be playing more Death Stranding on stream, and uh, um, you can check me out at Twitch.tv/Zeldrick. Um, and uh, if I do have more time to stream this week, uh, then uh. I, I might end up streaming a lot of the downtime too, but like I, I'm having a good relaxing time with it. So, um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com/zeldrick, and you can find me at twitch.tv/jsharpie. And it's I'm going to be playing. I'm going to actually continue playing Tokyo Forty Two, and I'm gonna, I might continue looking for games that we got free from Twitch Prime. So I'm just going to go through those lists. Maybe Double Cross, because I got that installed. I don't even know what that is. I think it's like some platformer, Metroidvania type of game. Nice. Yeah. Well, anyways, we all see you next week. <laughs>